Hey, good morning, everybody. It's good to be uh, with you. It's good to be together, even though we're apart. I'm mm-hmm. Jeff. I'm one of the pastors here at uh, Hope Church. To those of our graduates, uh, congratulations. Yeah. We're uh, excited for you and uh, this new adventure that you're going to be embarking on post-college. Um, speaking of excited, we're excited this morning. We're going to be starting a new series today, Red Letters. Red Letters, The yeah. Words of Jesus. Yeah. I really like the, uh, the image there. It looks great. It I hope does. it looks good on your screen as well. Uh, yeah, you know, I, Jeff, I noticed that, uh, I'm sure you know this as well, that in a lot of Bibles you'll see that uh, when you get to the uh, Gospels, there are red letters in there, and that's kind of where we're basing this series off. Those red letters are the teachings and words of Jesus, and, uh, and you know, Bibles will identify those words as uh, almost like they bring some extra importance to those words, that they're the words that Jesus spoke. Yeah. And uh, among the things that Jesus talked about, he, he talked about serving. And mm-hmm. uh, so yeah. one of the things I wanted to share with you real briefly is this initiative we're going to be having this summer. You know, we're talking about the summer and it's going to be different. And a lot of us, I think, are concerned that the summer is not going to be as good as normal. But what if the thing that made this summer different was that we made a difference? We're going to be challenging all of our Hope family um, to be looking for ways this summer that you can be serving others. We're going to be talking a lot about this. Uh, We're calling it Hope Outside, this initiative, Hope Outside, because we'll be outside of the building and um, hopefully more outside of our homes as well. But to look for ways that we can serve. We don't know how long it's going to be before we're all back together, but together we can still do some things that will make a difference uh, for the kingdom of Christ. So motivated by a love for Christ, we're going to be challenging each other to serve. So here's what I need you to do as we're putting this together. If you're already serving a ministry outside of Hope or an organization, a service organization, and you know they could use volunteer help, send us contact information. Send us the name of the organization, who to contact there, and uh, we're putting together a catalog of ideas of ways that people here can uh, get involved and serve others. Or if you have a real servant heart and your spiritual gift is service, one of the things that you do well is you just invent ways to serve your neighbors, to serve the guy who delivers uh, to your house, your uh, postal workers and so forth. So whatever ideas, creative ideas you have in service, share those with us so that we're going to be able to share those with others. Yeah, because you know, love, love is an action word. It's not only an emotional word. It's actually an action word. And, and uh, love is demonstrated by the way that we serve. As a matter of fact, Jesus said, you are, my, you are my disciples if you love one another. So I think this is a great way for us to demonstrate and be the hands and feet of Jesus. Uh, I think it's a great opportunity for our church. I'm excited yeah, about this. We're excited about it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So we're starting this new series and um, it's the words of Jesus. And so this morning, we want to talk about foundations. I've got two quick foundation stories I want to share with you. Right now we're in this building here uh, on Cooper Road in Voorhees and uh, I remember when we uh, were getting ready to start this building project. I'd never been in a building project before in my life so I had no idea what to expect. So I was surprised when the first thing we had to do was to bring in an engineering firm that was going to do borings on the property uh, to see what was underneath the surface of the ground here. And the idea of course is they want to see if we have um, solid ground to build this building on. 
And so they did that and we got approvals to move ahead with the project and the truck showed up and they started doing all of the work in the dirt to prepare the foundation to build the building on. And it took forever. I had no idea how long this was going to take. It took 37 years. <laughs> it felt like to me, I was very impatient with this. I kept referring to it as they were playing in the dirt, but they were doing all of this prep work to lay the foundations. Here's another story. Uh, several years after we moved into this building, we were excited to uh, partner with another church that was going to be doing their building. I was friends with the pastor and our church was supportive of that church and uh, they began their building project and uh, we all rejoiced when they finished their project. But about a year or two later, cracks began to show up in oh. the walls. And uh, so they did some patchwork and the cracks reappeared. Oh. And then one day the pastor went in and there was a large crack in the floor of one of the hallways. They called in the, an engineer and uh, they found out that they had built their building on unstable ground. There was all this organic stuff under the ground that was beginning to settle, which was making the building settle. And ultimately uh, the building was condemned and torn down. So they didn't play in the dirt enough. They did not play in the dirt. They didn't, we found out later, they didn't do the test borings. Oh, wow. So all of mm -hmm. that prep work, all of that foundational work they missed out on. Mm. You know, it's true in buildings, but it's also true in our lives. Oftentimes we think of our lives as just going from one milestone mm. to the next. You know, we, won't, we get through school, we can't wait, we graduate because we want to get into a job. And we get into a job and we're looking for the next job or the promotion in the job. We're looking to get married perhaps and have a family and it's these milestones. But what we don't pay enough attention to is the foundation, the really important stuff that we're building our lives on. Yeah, and Jesus uh, talked about foundations. Uh, it's going to be on the screen here. It's in Matthew chapter 7, and it's verses 24 through 27. And let me uh, read that to you. It says, Anyone who listens to my teaching and follows it is wise, like a person who builds a house on solid rock. Though the rain comes in torrents, and the floodwaters rise, and the winds beat against that house, it won't collapse because it is built on bedrock. Hmm. But anyone who hears my teaching and doesn't obey it is foolish. Like a person who builds a house on sand. When the rains and floods come and the winds beat against that house, it will collapse with a mighty crash. Uh, I noticed there's, uh, and before we go further into this idea of foundations, two important observations that Jesus makes in this story is the first that he says that uh, the same storm is going to come to every house. Jesus, he's describing two houses. He says one house is built on rock and the other house is built on sand, but the same storm comes to both houses. I mean, he, he talks about, <clears throat> excuse me, rains and floodwaters and winds. And so while there's two different houses, it's it's the same storm. And there's no promise that we will live a storm-free life. I mean, storms are part of life, right? We pray, I just uh, led us in prayer about that. But, you know, we talked about that. We have physical storms. Yeah. Uh, sometimes that could be something like hurricanes. And other times that can be something like an illness that comes to your life. We can have emotional or relational or spiritual storms. But the reality is that storms will come to life. 
The second observation I think is that, that needs to be made is that storms cause damage. And all storms bring uh, levels of damage. It doesn't mean that uh, we go away through storms without having damage. But while the storm is the same, depending on where you build your house on, it's the, the foundation that makes the difference. So the foundation determines, often determines, uh, the level of damage that's sustained. So I think Jesus is warning his followers that some people will take the time to build their life on a solid foundation, while others will build on something that's less solid. Yeah. So here's, here's what we would love to have you take away from this and reflect on over the course of this week. When Jesus and his word are the foundation of your life, you will have the strength to go through life storms. Amen. When Jesus and his word is the foundation of your life, you'll have all of the strength that you need to go through storms. Storms are going to come, right? So Rick, you and I, uh, we were blessed in that we came to faith early in our lives, uh, both as young men. And so we've been building on this foundation for a long time and we've been through storms, <laughs> um, health storms and relational storms and storms in ministry. Um, we have been through storms. We're in a storm right now. In fact, uh, what they're, I've heard this time uh, talked about is it's not just like a storm. It's not like a hurricane or like a blizzard. It's more like a season of storms. You know, mm -hmm. they're talking about in June starts the hurricane season in uh, the Atlantic. And over the next several months, we'll see these hurricanes come in. And that's sort of what this pandemic feels like. It's just a series of storms that we're going through mm -hmm. and, and we have to weather. Mm -hmm. There is a little bit of a difference though here. Um, you know, in in life, you typically wouldn't go out and work on your house and build on your foundation in the midst of a storm. Right? I wouldn't. <laughs> it's, it just doesn't work that way. But in life, we can. Yeah. In fact, sometimes the best time uh, when we recognize our need for a more solid foundation is in the midst of the storms. Yeah, because those storms help us to, uh, uh, it helps us to see what's inside. Yeah. Helps us to see what uh, 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 helps us to see the foundation and see areas in our foundation that that may need work on and and I've always used this illustration. I learned it years ago. Is uh, and and I and it's one of those illustrations that you see often throughout your day, depending on how many times you brush your teeth. But when you squeezed your toothbrush, this, <laughs> uh, our toothpaste tube this morning, what came out of your toothpaste tube? What came out of yours? Uh, toothpaste. Toothpaste, right? We're not surprised by that because on the outside it says toothpaste and we expect that toothpaste is going to come out of it. Yeah. And that happens every single time. We're not surprised by that. Uh, the same is true for our life. When we're squeezed, when we're pressed, when we're uh, under pressure, really the question needs to be what is coming out of my life? It yeah. seems simple and it seems obvious, but yet we're often surprised by the words that come out of our mouth in those moments or by the action or by the thoughts that we have. And, and why is that? It shouldn't surprise us. It didn't surprise Jesus. As a matter of fact, he said this. Again, it's up on the screen. This is just a few verses earlier. Jesus says, Not everyone who calls out to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven. Only those who actually do the will of my Father in heaven will enter. Now, the Living Bible Translation is uh, it's an older version of, from the 70s, but it's more direct and much more condemning. And I wanted you to see it. It says this, Not all who sound religious are really godly people. Mm. Ouch. Yeah. 
that the words of that the words that come out of our mouths are not necessarily what's going on inside of us because really the best way to understand what's inside is when there's pressure, when there's conflict, when there's storms, what is inside of me is going to come out. So is it outbursts of anger? Is it uh, worry or hostility? Uh, when I'm squeezed, do, is selfishness what comes out? Is jealousy? Those are the, that, that shows the flaws that may exist in our foundation. And what comes out is often an indication of the type of foundation our life is built on. And it's, it, it helps us to see the areas where we need to uh, have the teachings of Jesus build into our, built into our lives. So, so sounding religious... Uh, or saying religious words does not make us a godly person. It's how we act. It's how we act in these moments. Uh, as a matter of fact, the Apostle Paul said this, and again, it's up on the screen. He said, instead, we will speak the truth in love. And then he says this, growing in every way more and more like Christ, growing in every way more and more like Jesus, that actions like love and joy and peace and kindness and goodness, when the pressure's on and those words are those thoughts and those ideas come out and those actions come out, that's a demonstration of, of becoming uh, uh, and conforming to the image of Jesus Christ, that it becomes who we are. And, and it really is a, a good reflection of our Absolutely. foundation then, especially as we're growing in our relationship with Jesus. But, you know, so that's the, uh, this idea of the storms and the pressures and so forth and what comes out. Um, and so e even though I've been walking with the Lord for decades, when storms come, not everything that comes out of me is the fruit of the Spirit. <laughs> I wish it were, um, and I'm always excited when it is. But there are also those times where what's coming out of me is, is not that. And, uh, and in that way, I can thank God for the storms because it's in these storms, in these pressurized times, that I get to see mm -hmm. the cracks in my foundation. I get to see where the Spirit needs to be at work in yeah. me. And I need to be working in cooperation with the Spirit. You know, in this time of uh, uh, the COVID uh, pandemic, there's a lot of anxiety, mm -hmm. you know? There's anxiety about health. There's anxiety about my family. There's anxiety about finances. There's a lot of anxiety about the church and, and how we're going to stay together while apart. And when I start giving into the anxiety mm -hmm. and my focus becomes on those things that I'm anxious about, there's some cracks in that foundation. You know, I'm mm -hmm. up in the middle of the night and uh, <laughs> I'm not on my knees praying necessarily. I'm watching Netflix or, you know, um, <laughs> not doing the things that really right. are going to help. And so this is really a great season for us to begin to uh, take next steps in our faith and to grow deep in our faith. Yeah, and this, and this growth is something that happens. Uh, it's ongoing uh, until we get to heaven. It'll yeah. be continue to be this growth process. Uh, you know, uh, earlier in the week, Pastor Jeff, we were in a staff meeting and he read from James chapter one. And uh, as soon as he read those words, uh, he said it, but I was thinking it that we need to end the message with these words because James really is summarizing uh, what we've just said. And uh, again, it's going to be up on the screen. And uh, James is... Uh, the brother of Jesus, and he's writing this letter to church people who are experiencing extreme hardships. I mean, they are in uh, a season of storms that is overwhelming. Uh, it was, they were being pressed. They were, they were in conflict with the world around them. And he said this to them. He said, consider it a sheer gift, friends, when tests and challenges come at you from all sides. Those, those are the storms. He says that they're going to come. 
Then he goes on and says, you know that under pressure, sounds like toothpaste, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know that under pressure, your faith life is forced into the open and shows its true colors. And then he says, so don't try to get out of anything prematurely. Right. Let it do its work, building a foundation. Let it do its work so you become mature and well-developed not deficient in any way. Man, I don't want to sit with this stuff. I want to get out of it as soon as possible. But, you know, that's the good news in this. You know, the pressure that you're feeling right now, the struggles you may be in right now, um, allow God to use this in your life. Mm -hmm. This is the takeaway, right? So when Jesus and his word is the foundation of your life, you have all the strength that you need mm -hmm. to go through life storms. Hey, let's pray Amen. together. So Jesus, thank you. It's hard to thank you for storms mm. because we don't like storms. But God, thank you that storms aren't wasted. Mm -hmm. That the things that we endure, that as we go through these storms, we see both the strength of our faith in you as well as those areas where we need uh, to trust you more. We need the Holy Spirit to be at work on, in us to strengthen us even more. And so, Lord, I pray for each household that's tuned in to this worship time together. I pray your blessing on each man, each woman, each boy and girl in each of these households. And God, whatever pressures they may be feeling, whatever storms they may be going through, I pray that you would be reminding us all that you are our strength mm -hmm. and in you we will come through these storms not unscathed but deeper in love with you. Guide and direct our steps I pray in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.